0: What's up, everybody? Just making sure uh, all my levels and all that are good. All right, what is going on? We're talking UFC 265. It's the Q&A, Oddscast, oh, this Saturday, UFC 265, Cyril Gone against Derek Lewis for the interim UFC heavyweight championship. And uh, apart from that, we got a pretty decent card. Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz in the co-main event. Michael Chiesa and Vicente Luque. Tisha Torres, Angela Hill, Song Yidong. And Casey Kenny, and then even these uh, prelims are are pretty good. So let's get into it. All right, what's up, guys? Al Mac here, Combat Odds it's the Q and a follow along at uh combat odds HQ on every uh, social media platform TikTok, Instagram Twitter and uh we got a ton of content over at combat odds.ca for uh UFC 265 and uh a, a bunch of other stuff that's coming up you know we got some big boxing fights and uh we got another uh after this one you know uh UFC 266 isn't until I think the September 25th. So we got a big gap of um, some non UFC stuff coming up. So yeah, hit up combat odds. And for all the best bets for this event, UFC 265 and everything else, very affordable at uh, patreon.com, combat odds, HQ. And if you like this, if you like this setup, this is StreamYard. Uh, if you want to do something like this, you can always uh, use Streamyard. There's the free version. Highly recommend doing that. But if you want to get a, you know, the full membership, promo link right here tinyurlcom H-Q-S-Y. and uh, we're also giving a shout out to uh, odds jam. We're gonna be. I'm going to be doing a uh um collaboration with odds jam every week hopefully for uh um for these next ufc cards you know the one on saturday we have on the week after there's a saturday off but uh we'll be right back into it with Gaslam and cannoneer and uh right after i finish doing this we're gonna do i'm gonna do a, a another run through demo video for uh, odds jam for ufc 265. so yeah let's get into it post your comments your uh questions in the chat and then i have a bunch of uh patreon uh, questions uh got quite a few this week so um yeah let's get into it first one best underdog of ufc for uh, ufc 265. okay um in my opinion uh you know i'm probably not overly um confident in it but as far as just outright value and on an underdog i think it's uh it's gotta be ed ed herman man i uh, I like Ed Herman quite a bit. You know, he's on a three-fight winning streak, albeit dating back to 2019. But, uh, you know, Alonzo Menafield he hits hard. He's uh, – but you get him outside of that first round, and he's in some trouble. You know, this is a guy who lost – who got knocked out to OSP uh, and then lost a pretty, you know – Brutal decision uh, unanimous decision to Devin Clark and Ed Herman. He's 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 kind of like the you know, the light heavyweight um, He's kind of like the the light heavyweight uh, Darren Elkins. He's just he hangs around and uh, He he wins fights uh, inside the distance he he turns fights around you look at he's four and four in his last eight fights he's only fought eight times in the past six years Ed Herman uh three and five on the inside the distance prop for 8.34 units in that stretch uh only three of his last eight fights have gone the distance and then you look at Alonzo Menifield, he's three and two in the UFC um he's only gone the distance once um, I just I don't know he's he just seems like a, he's he, he's got one good round in him and then apart from that I think um, I think Ed Herman as long as he can survive that first round you're talking I think there's a big uh, gap and I've said this before many times if you're even if that if even, you even if we go um, you know one one into the into the third round you know even if it's um, you know we're going 28 28 into the into the third round and I got plus 200 on this guy on Ed Herman I'm at plus 200. uh I like it and especially I think Alonzo Medifield he gets exponentially less dangerous as the fight goes on so and Ed Herman you know he's he's a veteran right like he's been around for a while he's he's taken quite a bit of damage but he's also like I said he's only had eight fights in the past six years um so yeah I like Ed Herman uh at, at at plus 200 I love that spot I also really like uh let me see here I like fight goes the distance no in this fight quite a bit um that price is uh you know it's at minus 260 but that's still uh a, a decent par uh, parlay piece uh i don't think you know ed herman kind of if it's not his night the fight will be over pretty quick and alonzo Metafield he only has really one good round in him and then he just gets exponentially less dangerous uh these are these are guys, gonna, two guys that are just going to be swinging for the fences. Once we get past like the six minute mark of this fight, uh, so yeah, I, I really don't. <laughs> I'm fairly confident that this one will not go the distance. All right, okay, here we go. The big question: Is Cyril Gone or Derek Lewis? Yeah, you know, like I talked about this. It's pretty simple, right? It's you know, Cyril is either gonna win this fight by by decision or maybe a late stoppage just because Derek Lewis is just so gassed and maybe in that fourth or fifth round. But uh in my you know, I, I'm I think Derek Lewis is probably coming in this fight the best shape of his life. Uh so I don't know if that's gonna happen, but um I think Cyril gone either wins this fight by decision or Derek Lewis knocks him out with just, a you know, an atomic, uh, an atomic blow like he did with, um, Curtis blades. So it basically comes down to that. Like I, I'm going to uh, talk about this with the odds, jam um, demo video. Like if you can set yourself up into a spot where you can have some, you know, even if you have you know Cyril gone minus three thirty, and then Derek Lewis, uh, you know Derek Lewis is at like plus three thirty, uh, but at the same time, what are the chances? What are the realistic chances one that he wins the fight by decision? And don't get me wrong, he's won four, four of his, uh, four of his sixteen wins he's won by decision, and I think his last before the uh blades fight i think his two previous wins before that were decision wins uh you know he he i know he had a decision victory against uh Ilyar latifi and then uh what's his name uh Blagnoit ivanov um yeah so you know th- but those were five round fights also um but yeah, he does win by decision, but I think Cyril gone wins this by decision or Lewis knocks him out. If you think about it, there's no real chance obviously of of Lewis winning this fight by decision. You know, there's like a ten percent chance, if that, maybe less. And then there's no real chance of him, you know, Derek Lewis winning by submission, you know, in in on like maybe a less than a five percent chance of something crazy happening and him winning by submission so i think you can honestly set yourself up where you can go like you know uh you know you, you can get like plus 450 on Derek lewis uh to win by t- ko tko and you still have that minus 330 ticket on Cyril gone but even like this is kind of a stretch but i honestly i think Cyril gone probably wins this by decision, and that's like a plus 200. So, you're talking about on one side plus 450 and then on the other side plus 200. But honestly, I don't, I've, I've done this before and got burned with the Adesanya Blahovitz fight where I was, you know, super, uh, I was, I was saying, you know, it's either going to be, uh, Izzy by decision or Blahovitz knocks him out. And what do you know happened? Blahovitz won by decision. So, uh, I this isn't something that I would say you know you you uh it's not a for sure it's not a guaranteed win it's not an arbitrage or anything like that you're leaving yourself open to get middle if you um uh if Ciro Khan wins by TKO which I think is possible if he uh ends up gassing uh Lewis out in those in that fourth or fifth round Uh, But like I said, I think Derek Lewis is probably coming into this fight the best shape he's ever been in. Um, But, yeah, the two fights that Gon was in uh, that were five-round fights against Rosenstruck and um, Volkov both went the distance, right? Um, And he does have, I think his first two wins in the UFC were – by submission, I think uh, Dantel Mays he got him in like a heel hook, and then also, uh, I forget who the other one was, but it was like a standing try, a uh, standing triangle. Uh, C. Olivera Sadie, do I think over four and a half is a good bet? Yeah, I do. Let me see. Um, let me see here because. The 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 market has moved quite a bit. Over four and a half rounds plus one fifty five. Yeah, I mean, wow, the markets moved quite a bit. Over two and a half rounds is sitting right now minus one seventeen, and like that's uh, I think I think Cyril gone. If he same same goes with him. If he ends up getting caught, I think it'll be in those later rounds. Over two and a half rounds, I think, is a very solid play. And This is one thing I don't like. Uh, I don't like. Sometimes I like to come to these these types of fights uh, ahead of time. You know, we do the look ahead every Saturday night after the post show. But uh, this is an it's like I have a ticket for over four and a half rounds at plus 130. And now it's over four and a half rounds Is that like plus 155 some places and i couldn't get two and a half back then uh you know a month ago the only you know the only market that was out was the four and a half rounds but over over two and a half rounds that's uh and i wouldn't i don't want to double up now but uh this is one of those instances where uh with this with this fight specifically the the look ahead spot kind of hurt me because i have the you know the over and i have gone and uh gone in a parlay and and um yeah i really like you know over two and a half rounds minus 117 that's a solid solid look even let's like fight starts round two at minus 285 that's a solid look. Fight starts round three and minus one forty. That's a solid look. Um, gone has gone over the to- over the betting total in five of his six fights. So even in the two fights, um, uh, even in the three fights that he f- that he won inside the distance, two of them, uh, two of them went over the betting total. Okay, let's see here we got some more Doughboy, nasty luke by ko plus 280 a good bet uh yeah i mean let's take a look at my numbers here on vicente luke uh vicente luke 13 and 3 plus 3.01 units on the money line in his career but the most profitable way to bet him isn't on that inside the distance prop where he's won 12 of his 16 fights inside the distance for plus 9.9 units um let's see what the bet what the prices are between ko and inside the distance plus 390 by ko i see and then plus 260 inside the distance um, honestly, uh, I, it's it's tough to say that he would have the chance of submitting Michael Chiesa, who's like a, um, you know, a, a master. I don't even think he's a black belt, but any, he's still very dangerous on the ground. Uh, and he's probably yeah, Luke by submission is fourteen to one. So yeah, that's a good look. I guess if if he's gonna win. There is still a chance, and you're kind of getting greedy because this is another. This is exactly what I was talking about. Luke, I mentioned on the post show like a um, uh, like a month ago, and I and Luque was at like minus one seventy, and the market has come in all the way on the other side, and now Luque is a coin flip favorite. So, uh, I, you know. I had Luke a in a parlay, and now I'm, I'm thinking, like, man, I, I would much rather have just not have had that look-ahead spot and bet Luque uh, just straight up right now on fight week at this minus 110 price. And you never know. He might end up closing as the underdog, which would be, I believe, a first. I don't think he's ever closed as the underdog. I also really like fight goes the distance no in this fight um like I said Luke 12 of his 13 wins have come inside the distance and then Kiesa, I think he's his last three straight wins are all by decision but he has six inside the distance wins so um six of his 11 wins for Kiesa are inside the distance uh between so Kiesa has only gone the distance five of his 15 fights in the ufc and luke has only gotten the distance in four of his 16 fights uh, yeah i really like fight goes the distance no i see it like plus 105 right now and under two and a half rounds plus 125 i like those spots quite a bit but yeah i do agree um luke bike uh ko tko good spot but honestly you're kind of being greedy because you wouldn't want you wouldn't want luke to just piece kiesa up for 15 minutes and you have a chance to have bet even just minus 110 or you, if you wait it out a little more you might be able to get plus 105 or something like that and uh like i said vicente Luque has never been an underdog in his career he's had 16 fights i don't think he's ever once been an underdog so uh, if Luque ends up as an underdog, I think you got to take him on just the money line because I know that TKO prop is nice and juicy, but honestly, it's Vicente Luque as an underdog. <laughs> Hugh, personally, personally, I think Lewis dog is a great opportunity for winning, should it be plus 383. Well, that's the thing, man. He... Uh, <laughs> he even if you go back and look at um um curtis blades i i bet him and he was like plus 390. but that's a different story because curtis blades is a wrestle heavy fighter right um uh is not going to be shooting in for any takedowns i i don't think unless he really hurts lewis and lewis just doesn't drop um and he ends up doing like what he did in that first fight with like the standing uh uh head and arm choke or whatever um or you know even that heel hook that's a ch- there's a chance for that if he ends up hurting him or if Lewis is just completely gassed in like the fourth or fifth round or something like that but uh you know honestly i don't disagree i don't disagree that uh at you know at plus uh plus 380 on the money line Derek lewis has value that's true but on this this fight at this point i think uh that's the problem too i honestly i that uh gone by decision plus 200 i like that but it's dangerous right you're talking about heavyweights in a five-round fight, you know it, it means it's it's a, it's a big fight. It's probably the biggest fight of both of these guys' lives. So having that decision prop in a, a big fight like this is kind of you're going to sweat from beginning to end. Uh, that's why, like I said, I really like that over two and a half rounds in this fight. Uh, and I think Cyril Gone is a good parlay piece, but you're not getting you're not really getting the the best of the number even across like the whole board I see minus 350 as the best price right now and Cyril gone so the best value is gone as far as that goes but maybe some some money will come in on Derek Lewis is uh, closer to fight week all right <clears throat> so yeah as far as how that fight goes Like I said, I think that Gon is going to just be fleet of foot. He's going to stick and move. He's going to vary. I don't think he's going to be as aggressive as we saw him in that Volkov fight. He's going to be much more conservative, like how that fight against Jersenio Rosenstrike was. He's going to be active on the feet, but uh, he's he's not going to. um, He's not going to he's going to be very uh, conservative but also just efficient he's not gonna throw and miss very much and I feel like his game plan is kind of gonna be to use Lewis's just Lewis's winging shots and him throwing and missing uh against him and uh if that happens I think Lewis you know the the tide it will turn quickly uh if you know, a, a very similar to that fight, to a lesser extent, obviously, but um, very similar to the fight that I talked about with uh, Ed Herman. As the fight goes on, you know, Derek Lewis gets exponentially less dangerous, right? But to a, you know, he has that game changer, that eraser in his hand. So, um, but it, even if you go and look at the, um. um the nagano fight right like he's that that just that that atomic bomb in his hand isn't there as much as it's there uh through the through the whole fight but like i also said he's probably coming into this fight the 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 best he's the the best shape of his life like i said this is probably the biggest It definitely is it's the biggest fight of both of these guys lives so i think lewis is you know he i he fought for the title before against daniel cormier but i remember like not very uh that was kind of i forget he was supposed to cormier was supposed to fight somebody else and lewis came in on short notice but i remember him having won a fight right before that and them asking him like uh like who do you want to fight who do you want to fight next um uh or do you feel like you're in line for a title shot and he was just like i don't want a title shot are you kidding look at me and uh he's not that guy anymore i think he's coming out there he wants that belt right so uh he's he's taking it seriously now he's you know he's invested his his you know he i, I feel like if he he's tied for most knockouts in the ufc if he ends up notching this knockout He's talking like Hall of Fame worthy career, you know. Uh, so yeah. Here we go. Masiso Massiso <coughs> Munoz KO Simmons. Um honestly, I don't know much about either of these guys. I do know that, yeah. Simmons is you look at Simmons uh, Jake Childers uh, he lost uh, 13 seconds against him by a a knee he's lost in the first round against uh, in a regional fight against a guy who's making his MMA debut he's you know he's as far as he just doesn't look durable The way i handicap this fight basically i think this fight goes the distance i see quite a bit of value on fight goes the distance yes in this one uh like i said i don't really know much about either of these guys this is one of the fights that i kind of just uh skim through as far as the fight tape goes and as far as uh looking at the numbers but i do basically normally in a uh in a uh um, yeah, normally in a bantamweight fight like this, I'm looking at unders because I said this before, the under in this division cashes at a way higher rate than people, uh, cash out 47.5% rates in January of last year, at 38 and 42. And, you know, these are two unranked bantamweights. Uh, so I just kind of lean on these stats when not looking at, uh, deeper into the numbers of you know two fighters like this and you know normally i'm trying to make a um uh, a case to bet an under here because i'm trying to get like a you know like a plus 105 or better type odds uh even minus 105 but this one this one's favored uh fight goes the distance no is a chalk line so um you know that's not uh uh a lot of people are thinking that john immunos is going to come out there and and stop jamie simmons right that's the prevailing opinion if you look at the uh the market the under two and a half rounds prop is minus 125. fight goes the distance no is minus 130. so you know the market is expecting this fight not to go the distance and i gotta say um i think i think i think there's some value on the fight goes the distance yes uh although like i said jamie simmons he kind of looks like he's got a a glass chin he just got completely set up with that head kick by giga shikadze and uh like i said 13 second loss against uh jake childers in lfa a couple years ago and then uh a loss to donnie simpson couldn't find the tape on that one but two minutes and 40 seconds into a fight on XFO um, against the guy who was making his MMA pro MMA debut. Uh, not super high on the guy, uh, but as far as, I don't know. I, I, I know a lot of people are talking about uh, Nuno's as a parlay piece. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know enough about him to make the call, but um I do like fight goes the distance, yes. Although I will say this, um, um, more times than not, more times than not, yeah, um, Munoz probably wins this fight inside the distance. But based on implied probability, I'm seeing now fight goes the distance, yes, at plus one twenty five. I think that's where the value is, in my opinion, as far as. Uh, just this fight isn't on a whole the markets expects the other side uh expects the fight to not to go the distance i gotta be contrarian here i think it's going to yeah you know what uh he says event wise the first fight uh fight to go the distance is due yeah you know that was a I factored that into when I was thinking about this is uh you know they're probably going to come in with that hot crowd right and we've seen we've seen how that hot crowd has affected a lot of these fights to start these pay-per-view events but uh I still I still like that value Plus 125. Let's see what that is on the implied probability calculator. 44.4%. Do I think that 44.4% of the time this fight goes a distance? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You know, in the Apex, I'd probably say absolutely. You know, um, I wouldn't have to think about it being I wouldn't hesitate at all but uh yeah I like that spot I'm not you know I'm not laying a unit on it I like you know probably less than half a unit but I like FICO's a distance yes here for sure I might at plus 125. all right let's go back to the patreon questions Oh, here we go. We had one. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna relitigate it, but yeah, uh, do I see Munoz as a viable parlay piece? Honestly, it's you have to do the I like I said, this is one of the fights that I kind of skimmed over. You'll have to do like the uh you know the research yourself on this one. If you feel like um I don't know I it's it's tough I got my I for once I actually like have my full card ready like uh, one of the the good things about doing a look ahead and on uh, these pay-per-views is uh, you don't have to dig too hard into the card uh, ahead of time um, the way I handicapped this was just Nuno's winning this fight by decision and then that's another thing uh the the uh the judges right we got to talk about it right we're going to uh that's actually brings us to our next question that we got we're back in Houston do you think that there will be more bad judging and absolutely right 100% and you know Sal DeMano um the whole crew and it's again I I talked about it last week it's different with Bellator and the UFC being on the same night we kind of had the B crew but now we're going to Houston where we got a bunch of people who are not very qualified to be judges or referees and they'll probably make a a couple of appearances in uh these these Bouts so for me if we're gonna go back to the Johnny Munoz fight For me, um, this is something that if I handicap this fight to go the distance, it's probably a lot closer than what the odds are actually indicating, which means that with these corrupt or, you know, with these uh, incompetent or corrupt judges, you decide that uh, it's kind of hard to lean on a fighter that's supposed to win by decision to win by decision. It's, you know, you're betting on baseball at that point. So um I'm I'm steering clear of this one. Do I think he can knock him out? Yeah. But if I'm handicapping this fight, that it probably goes decision. Okay, to the other Munos. Aldo, Aldo uh, Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munos thoughts. Uh my thoughts on this one let's uh, let's let's talk about it here i um, pulling up the numbers on these two guys uh, Aldo is four and five in his last nine fights two of his last four wins yeah two of his last four wins inside the distance Munoz is six and three in his last nine three of his last six wins inside the distance uh Nuno's has gone the distance in uh six of his last nine fights Aldo has gone the distance in four of his last five um this is one where I gotta sit on you know it doesn't really apply because these aren't uh unranked bantamweights but this is a fight where I feel like a lot of people are expecting that this one's going to go the distance Because I heard a lot of people talking about, you know, Aldo has two good rounds in him, and I can bank on Aldo with two good rounds, and all he needs is two two rounds to win this fight. And once again, I'm going to say this, uh, (laughs) you don't want to bank on decision wins when we're going to Houston. You know, everything's bigger in Texas, including uh, incompetence in MMA judging. (laughs) <laughs> uh so yeah the, I'm looking at the fight goes the distance on FanDuel right now minus 158 and that's the best line on the board it goes as high as like minus 190 so the market expects this fight to go the distance and this is one of those fights where I feel like there's some value on fight goes the distance now here um like I said uh Munoz has won inside the distance and three three of his last six wins inside the distance um Aldo has gone over the betting total in 6 of his last 9 fights but he's only gone the distance in 4 of his last 9 he's lost inside the distance in 3 of his last 9 um yeah i this fight comes down to basically is who's going to be able to in, utilize and endure more leg kicks and we've seen that Aldo he's kind of shied away from the really throwing those leg kicks like he he used to uh he used to do it a lot and I think he's holding off of them kind of as like self pres- self-preservation uh but he's going to have to dig deep and find that old chainsaw Aldo leg kick style because Pedro Munoz does not back down and he'll go tit tit for tat uh with leg kicks for 15 minutes with uh jose aldo and another thing i think is a factor here is going to be in this fight the pressure the pet the pressure of pedro munoz uh jose aldo has been known to kind of whittle away in the later rounds and if if this is a high volume fight which i think it's going to be uh pedro munoz is one of those guys that he's just going to keep coming forward regardless of coming of what's coming back at him and uh I don't think he's never been finished in his career, Pedro Munoz. So uh, for Aldo to come in and to knock Munoz out, it would be a complete outlier that would set him apart from a wide array of high-level fighters that he's fought. Um, And then on the other hand, uh, Pedro, he has got power in his hands. And so he's willing to step into the pocket. Uh, Aldo's willing to too, but uh, he's not – as defensively sound in the pocket, so if he tries to go toe to toe with Munoz, uh, it's kind of like an unsustainable game, unsustainable game plan. Uh, I feel like Jose at his best when he's he's at his best when he's picking and popping and sticking and moving, getting to the inside and then retreating, being light on his feet, picking his spots. Uh, but you look at Pedro, he's. He's content with just standing in the pocket and going shot for shot for 15 minutes. Um, You look at uh, his last fight uh, against Rivera, right? Uh, It's the same thing, just going tit for tat with leg kicks. And, you know, over the course of his entire career, he's really, you know, been known for uh, Aldo, really been known, like I said, for being, having chainsaws for legs, but he's also really, um, you know, he's really kind of, we haven't seen the same the same type of heavy leg kick game since he's moved to bantamweight, really. And uh, it, it's probably not going to be the best way to fight Pedro Munoz. And, you know, both these guys are veterans, both 35 years old uh with a 15-minute fight three five-minute rounds uh and i keep hearing again people saying all we need is aldo to get two out of three rounds and i'm telling you you do not want to back a fighter in houston and have the assumption that all he needs to do is win two of three rounds to get a decision you know um it's just not it's not a, it's not good betting strategy right it's like it's like you're betting with a bad referee or a bad umpire. um so yeah basically it all comes down to this with all due respect Jose Aldo is really good at fighting two rounds and again I've heard a lot of people who have handicapped this fight saying he's good for two out of the three rounds in this fight more times than not and I just gotta say like look we're headed to Texas you can't bank on your fighter to win two of two of three rounds. Uh, you need your fighter to have a chance to win by stoppage in this scenario. It's a close fight. I think it's like minus 115 Aldo, plus 105 uh, Pedro. This fight has split decision written all over it. And uh, if that's the case, once again, I'm going to be on the dog side here when you have that added volatility being factored in and uh you know it's just a sad reality of where we're at with this sport right now but uh um if this fight ends and we got to think about this let's learn from the maverick uh, bad decision and the, uh kyler phillips bad decision uh if this fight ends with jose aldo breathing heavy looking up at the clock which we've seen this you know uh, him getting beat up at the end of the fight after you know banking what everybody thinks is two rounds i'm not backing jose aldo in that spot i'm sorry but you know um my money's gonna be on the dog nine times out of ten in a position like this and being in texas or virginia or florida or whatever yahoo state that uh, has little to no integrity in their athletic commission i'll be on the dog because yeah uh even just listening to the way that people have handicapped who people who are betting and picking Aldo who are I'm I'm, I'm using the same their same uh, uh explanation but I'm just saying you know you don't want to count on your fighter banking two or three rounds in this scenario right I think it's going to be a very close fight and like I said I think uh your fighter should not you shouldn't be okay and content with betting on a fighter who you know is going to gas in that third round. That we've seen it time and time and time again. That's how fighters get robbed. So I'm all over Pedro Munoz at plus money in this fight. <clears throat> all right, Luke and Kiesa thoughts. Um, yeah, that's another one, uh, the inside the distance. I don't think this fight goes the distance. Like I said, uh, Kiesa quite dangerous, quite dangerous. Um, his jujitsu, he's got like, I think six or five or six rear naked choke finishes uh, very dangerous jujitsu and then Luke 12 of his 13 wins inside the distance. Uh, one of these guys, one of these guys is picking up the stoppage win. Uh, yeah. I, th- I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but yeah, like I said, Kiesa has only gone the distance in five of his 15 fights in the UFC. Luke has only gone the distance in four of his 16 fights. Uh, fight goes the distance, no. I think in this fight is at like a pick and price, plus one hundred five. Fight goes to the snow. all over that. Love that one. As far as, yeah, I, I, I my pick is Luke. A. I got Luke a in a parlay. I, it sucks. I got Byers and Morris because I got him at like minus one hundred seventy five two weeks ago. I got him at. uh Uh, I see him now at minus 110. Wish I had him at minus 110. Wish I didn't have to parlay him, but it is what it is. Uh, Oh, here's a deep cut. Okay, Miles Johns, Anderson DeSantos, thoughts. Uh, Another one, to a lesser extent, another one that I kind of skimmed over. I do really like Miles Johns I think he's uh um quite quite special uh although he did get kn- uh knocked out that was kind of I wouldn't say a fluke but it, it was kind of like he Miles Johns kind of just slipped on a banana peel in that one against Mario Batista but that fight against Kevin that uh that was uh super impressive and then honestly I I'm not very impressed with uh Anderson DeSantos at all. Like I nothing that I see if you go back to the Andre Wool fight, clear, clear loss. Um you know, a lot of people are asking about Johnny Munoz being a viable parlay spot. I gotta say Miles Johns. Miles Johns is the is the viable parlay spot for me. I like him a lot. Uh both of those other two fights that I just mentioned, Luke, a, Fight Goes a Distance, no, or Ed Herman, Alonzo Menafield, Fight Goes a Distance, no, and uh, you tie that into um, Miles Johns. Either one of those two plus Miles Johns, that's a parlay. That's a solid parlay. I like that a lot. Uh, but, yeah, I think Miles Johns wins this fight. Let's see. Um yeah, I think he wins this fight. Another Bantamweight fight. Um FICO's are under two and a half rounds plus one seventy five. Uh that's pretty interesting. I think Miles Johns could probably finish this guy. He uh although he does he has seen, he does look he has been tough, but I mean he lost He's got two. He's got a King of the Cage loss by uh, stoppage back in twenty eighteen to Victor Henry, and then a, a guillotine choke loss to Sayed Nurmagomedov back in twenty seventeen. Uh, so this guy's been finished before Anderson De Santos, Miles Johns. Yeah, that fight against uh uh Kevin Natividad, who that was deadly. And then the loss to Mario Batista, stoppage loss, and then two decision wins. The debut on the contender series was a decision. Uh, but man, he looked good in both those fights. Yeah, I think I think under two and a half rounds in this and this is a good spot this is another one like i said um the under in the men's bantamweight division has gone 38 and 42 for plus 8.24 units profit since t- the start of 2020 uh hitting at a 47.5 percent rate uh just some again something that i lean on when handicapping lower ranked fighters uh in the ufc these prelim fights and stuff like that you know on a big card like this you can't handicap every fight but i mean you can but it's hard to completely get into every single fighter and break down their numbers the way that i do so i just you know i have a lot of success going through um just skimming through it on looking at it through the uh the outcomes through the division trends Uh, you know albeit that being said fight goes the distance yes I'll remind everybody: fight goes the distance. Yes, cashing at a 54% rate in 2021, going 160, 137, and four for a wild plus 24.7 units profit in 2021 in all fights across the board since January 2021. So you know a lot of fights be going the distance, but because of that, we're getting some value on these unders. Under two and a half rounds in this fight with Miles Johns and Anderson Santos, 175. I like that one quite a bit. Um, is Casey Kenny getting song on the ground? And if yes, one, two, three time. I don't know what one, two, three time means, but uh, I'll talk about that fight. Uh I I feel like almost a foregone. Well, I, I won't say almost uh I'm pretty confident that this fight's gonna go the distance. Casey Kenny, uh five and two in the UFC, four of his five wins by decision. He's gone the distance in six of his seven fights. Um two losses by decision, I believe. And then uh uh Yidong song has gotten the distance in four of his seven UFC fights with a five one and one record uh these guys these guys very similar very uh, you know very it's a style clash. they kind of cancel each other out I feel like this fight very uh is destined to go the distance I like this one goes a distance. Yes, I think it's probably juiced quite a bit, uh, but I like it probably at like minus 160 or better. Let's see. Minus 164 at FanDuel right now. Good parlay piece, although it's tough. It's it's tough betting, uh, especially this is the curtain jerker for the pay-per-view, so we'll have a hot crowd here too, but um it's it's sometimes it's tough in a parlay spot betting fight goes a distance and the these aren't two unranked bantamweights you know these are i don't think uh i'm not sure if kenny's ranked but anyways you know these are high caliber ufc bantamweights these aren't uh you know prelim guys so you got to look at these two guys individually uh, you know kenny's he goes a distance more times than not and uh you it, it i feel like Song dong the finishes that he had were kind of more set up spots where he was a giant favorite we've seen him you know against Cheeto vera and uh the other fight against kyler phillips this is very a very similar type of fight where it's just the, like a style clash where casey kenny uh kind of cancels out and then uh song dong kind of cancels out casey kenny They're it's i could see this being a staring contest for a good portion uh and you know that's why a fight starts around two is minus 550. <laughs> you know uh i don't see this being a a, a fireworks type uh type fight uh, it, you know I, I it'll probably be entertaining but i don't see it being like uh someone's gonna get knocked out or anything like that i see casey kenny winning uh unanimous or split decision but i will say this i do like casey kenny to win this fight i see him at minus 110 again implementing the same strategy or same uh way of thinking that i talked about earlier it's a close fight right bad judges It's uh, the market expects this one to go decision. You might want to be on the side that plus money is on here. That being said, I do like Casey Kenny, but Song Yedong is sitting at plus 102 right now. So, yeah, it's a bettable fight. Both sides, very bettable. It's hard to argue against betting either of these fighters in this spot. Fight goes the distance, yes, is uh, probably an L word for me. All right, let's check some more questions. Oh, we've been going for almost an hour. We'll probably get out of here kind of shortly. Let's check some more. Two losing weeks in a row. What's up with that? Uh, Yeah, that's super rare, man. Super rare. You can see at the bottom we took a huge hit it's got it's just that curse right basically since i started doing these wednesday shows i have just started just tanking um but it'll come around this is just the way that i you know the bad the 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 bad streaks of luck hit hard or you know the the bad (laughs) the you know the bad times hit hard but when the streaks of luck come you know we've had times where we're up nine units on the night but two weeks in a row now where we've had like a minus five and a minus six unit night but we're still up in the past two years since uh January of 2020 we're still up and we'll get that uh year-to-date record above uh back in the block for sure by uh the end of this weekend I'm very confident this uh this this week's card we got some pay-per-view fights We got some good fighters to worth investing in i'm quite confident that uh this week we'll uh, turn it all around and we'll get back to the the winning ways that we uh the reason that we started this channel and again if you want all those best bets i got like six or seven of them and then we got the free picks i'll post the free picks tomorrow night uh patreon.com combat odds hq it's like five canadian dollars a month help me out support the show it's uh you know this is my life basically so uh yeah um and then on Friday 2 p.m UFC 265 live way and reactions I will be here we'll look we'll be uh given the final looks we'll have the final look on every single fighter that hit the scale we'll see the if there's any uh scheduled changes or anything like that if anybody misses weight i'll give the final look the final uh, uh assessment on each fighter and the line movement stuff like that 2 p.m i'll be here we'll be going live and then saturday before the uh show uh before the ufc kicks off we have the pre-show on bleed's youtube channel the final countdown uh me and him i'll be there every single pay-per-view and we'll be going down from uh, top to bottom. The, uh, each each fight, and what we're on, our looks, we'll be talking with the chat. We found some really good angles uh, doing this show, uh, especially for these pay-per-views. I came on for UFC Vegas 32 because it was uh, a big one with Dillashaw and San Egan. And that's basically where the nightmare started. Uh, so hopefully we turn it around uh august uh august will be good and then of course right after we'll be doing bloodshed the ufc 265 post show uh as soon as Dane is done talking we'll be there and hopefully recapping a uh, a winning night okay last call last call for questions <clears throat> um let's go back to this one best underdog for UFC 265 I already said Ed Herman let's see what else do I like um Jessica Penne plus 109 there's a lot of coin flip fights here and uh I think the coin flip dog has won more times than not but both sides haven't been profitable jessica penny i see her like plus 110 plus 109 I like that spot quite a bit decent dog there uh victoria Leonardo, another coin flip dog plus 105 can't go wrong there vince morales plus 105 there's so many there's a uh, it's not too hard to have almost a full card full of just plus money spots. This is really this is a better friendly card. Uh, yeah, Vince Morales plus one hundred five as an underdog. I like that spot too. Um, I'm not gonna bet. Uh, maybe I'll end up talking myself into it, but. Ode osborne against my uh, uh a guy i'm just a fan of in Menel cape who's betrayed me a couple of times i don't <laughs> can't can't back him here at minus 200 not going to back him at minus 200. um he's gone the distance in two of his last three uh both of his ufc his ufc debut he went the distance got robbed his Next UFC appearance, he went the distance and got robbed. Before that, in Ryzen, he beat uh Kaya Sakura to win the Ryzen uh Bantamweight Championship. This guy has had just a complete fall from grace. He's taken on Ode Osborne, who is uh two and one in the UFC since his Dana White contender or two and one since he's one and one in the UFC, I believe. Two and one since his Dana White contender series debut. He's uh never gone the distance so they're kind of i feel like this is like a baptism by fire like a last chance last chance for both of these guys almost or manel cape it's like putting ode osborne on a platter or if you can't get through ode osborne and ode osborne ends up winning this fight by decision you gotta think manel cape is gone but he's never done that Odie osborne's he's won inside the distance twice lost inside the distance once so again like i said it's kind of like they're putting him on a platter from an Cape, who's super high level striker but he's just he clowns too much he's just he's a showman he's he thinks he's floyd mayweather out there he's not uh it's it's just i don't know his his charisma doesn't convert well to the ufc game basically it worked in ryzen in japan with the very polite fans but it's just in the at least in the apex it hasn't worked but it will be nice to see him that's a good point that i just uh brought up myself is uh yeah it'll be nice to see him fight in front of fans for the first time in the ufc uh, in Houston, Manel Cape, who's, you know, like I said, a showman. Uh, fight goes the distance, no, in that fight. Or under two and a half rounds, is that like plus 120? Fight goes the distance, no. Is that like plus 105? I like that a lot. I feel like Cape is either going to finish Ode Osborne or he's going to get frustrated and get put in a spot where he might get finished by a guy who hits hard. And Manel Cape hits hard too, but Oday Osborne, uh, he's either he's like one of those killer be kill type guys. Really like this, you know, fight goes the distance no at plus money spot in this fight. Okay, I think that's it. All right, no questions. All right, guys, we went an hour, super fun. We'll be here Friday afternoon. 2 p.m. for the uh, UFC 265 live weigh in reactions. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. We'll we'll give the final assessment, and then yeah, hit up Patreon. We get all the best bets. I got. I'll count them out right now. Let's see. We got a couple parlays too, but we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight best bets, and then almost. we got about eight free picks the free picks will be out tomorrow combat odds.ca um yeah thanks a lot we'll be here next next oh no we won't be here next wednesday because there's no ufc but uh we'll be here the wednesday after that and uh we'll be here here friday but until then check out the uh definitely check out the odds jam uh my odds jam video that we're putting up later on tonight for that product the demo for that one hit that up and uh yeah hit the like button subscribe if you if you haven't thanks for sticking around and uh yeah talk to you later folks thanks a lot